right. Yeah. When yeah, they yeah. did the the uh, that's, I the, the answering machine. Mm-hmm. They're like beep speak. Beep. <laughs> 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 all right. That's uh we're already recording. Oh. <laughs> hey everybody. Hey everybody. Guess who's back? A hey. back, back again. again. Uh uh. Bola's back. And Whitney. With her friend. <laughs> hey. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Blur talks back. Guess who's back? Blur talks back. We're back. Blurred Talk is back. Hi, everybody. We yes. miss you. We did miss you. And this time, you know, we're this is season two. Mm-hmm. I know back when we did Captain Marvel, we said that was season two, but we're just going to retcon that and make that Captain Marvel season 1.5. <laughs> And this is actually season two. Yes, it is. And we'll actually do more than one episode. <laughs> yes, we will, guys. We will. We know we had a long hiatus um, for those who were listening to season one. But we're back and, and we're going to keep going this time, y'all. We're going to keep going this time. We okay? don't go. We doing it. We going to do the darn thing. Yes, we are. Yeah. <laughs> so, Whitney, what are we doing? What are we blurting out about now? Oh, are you talking about the topic, or are you talking about just regular blood now? Blurting out, girl. The blurting topic. out. Okay, I've been blurting out on many things. All right. Cause well, give me one thing. I mean, well, uh, well, I'll just tell y'all what the topic is today because it relates into many things I was blurting out about. So we are doing Wandavision, people. Wandavision. Wandavision. Yes. So the topic of today, we're going to discuss Wandavision and its awesomeness. Yes. Yes. So we'll get into that later. Yeah. But so, what is another thing that you're blurting out about right well, now? Well, as a result of watching WandaVision, um, they, like, you know, Darcy Lewis was back, and I was like, yay! <laughs> I love her character. So then I was like, you know, Kat Dennings? I know that's her name. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, her yeah. name. Kat mm-hmm. Dennings. I was like, oh my god, it reminded me of how much I love Kat Dennings. Mm-hmm. And there's this show on Hulu called Dollface. It came out mm-hmm. in, like, 2019. I've seen that. I've yeah. Seen that. Not the show, but I've, I've seen, like, a clip of it or something. Yeah, well, I watched the entire show, but after watching WandaVision and seeing Kat Dennings in there, I was like, I love Kat Dennings. I want to watch another show with Kat She's Dennings. She's great, actually. She so really is funny. So I rewatched Dollface, which you should watch. It's good. It's funny. You would you would appreciate how okay. the humor I'm going to check stuff. it out. I'm going to check yeah. it out. Yeah, so I was blurting out about um, Dollface and then watching some, like, different comedies and stuff, just rewatching stuff, like, nothing that I would necessarily bring up. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so Dollface and, of course, Watson. All right, and so just in case y'all haven't nerd, um, y'all haven't known what Blur Talk <laughs> is. What, what is this about? What in case you're new to this and you're like, hey, what is Blur Talk about? We'll let you know right now. So Blur Talk is the word we use for black. Blurred nerd. is the blurred. word. Is the word it's that the you word. heard. It's got groove. It's got meaning. Bum 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 ba da da. It's the place, it's the notion. Blurred is the way you are feeling. Anyway, anyone love Greece? <laughs> you will get that reference, even though I didn't remember any of the words. I'm sure I probably mucked up some of the stuff too. We yeah, got, so we got, people got the spirit of it. They know. We are blurred. You're black nerds. We are nerdy and black, and we love. We just proud about it, you know. <laughs> we we just be about it. We embody it. We're blurreds, and so and we also like to talk about all of our blurdiness and our love of media and mm-hmm. culture and everything that it says oh, yeah. and about all the topics and things that it brings. And so we think 
needs there needs to be a show about the black girl nerd talking about what we're seeing what we witness what we think about what the stuff brings up mm-hmm. all these issues and so that's what blurred talk with Bolin Whitney is it's about, all about. Yes, right. so especially now in this post-pandemic world, uh, well, <laughs> we need some relief. Current pandemic. Oh yeah, yeah. Still, <laughs> we're still in still, it. We're still, still in it. <laughs> we're still in there. The apocalypse is still ongoing. <laughs> yes, and so while we were away, you guys. So I'm gonna get into what I'm blur- blurting out about. Um, yeah, girl, tell us all about it. Yeah, so I'm actually just blurting out about all the different black-made, black-centered features that I've been like consuming for the past over a year, actually. Mm. I'm so proud and happy about all the new media and things that I have been able to watch. Like there's just so many titles and things that have been, that have been made and produced uh, that you can stream and watch that are made by black people or made for black people to tell our stories. And no, it's not all about slavery. <laughs> it's not all about sad. Your story. There you go. See, <laughs> And it's just so important. I mean, I've been watching stuff like Malcolm and Marie, um, 40-year-old version, not virgin, version, um, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, Billie Holiday, the United States versus Billie Holiday, oh, um, Sylvie's Love, all these different black-centered, it's just coming out, and I'm just like, are black people coming to America too? Ooh, I haven't watched that yet. Ooh, I'm going to talk about though. it, but I'm just saying, we just, I just, I don't care how you feel about certain things, but some people are very, <laughs> you're, you're either on one end or the other end of that whole movie story. But we'll get into that another time. I just like that it's out there. Now I'm Our curious. African and black people are doing so many things. And it's not just in, the, it's not just in America, it's all over the world. Like, even in Nigeria. Shout out to my Nigeria people. Nigeria <laughs> in the house. <laughs> anyway, so, as I'm Nigerian, just so you know. Um <clears throat> <laughs> um, a lot of stars and celebrities and singers or artists are rising up in Nigeria. There's a new one I love called Niniola. She's been singing for a while, but I just discovered her really like during the pandemic, and I'm like obsessed with her music. She's in a new, a new brand of Afrobeats called Afro House. It's really good. Y'all look her up, especially her song called Addicted. I'm gonna I'm let Whitney listen to that later, okay? Mm, okay? But it's just like I'm just loving the creativity that we get to do more things. You see us doing more mu- more stuff, giving us more room to like. Even make stuff that, okay, it's not that great, but it's still out there because there's plenty of white-centered Hollywood stuff that sucks, <laughs> and they're okay with it. But if it's a black person that does it, you know, they're just like, <clears throat> we're not going to take a chance on them again. And I like that that time is over. we just putting our stuff out there, letting it be, telling our stories, creating it with our people in mind. And it's not trying to be, oh, anti-other races or anything. It's just like, let's celebrate black people. Let us showcase our abilities in our stories, in our way, you know, and I'm just feeling this whole black renaissance in the media. I just love it. I don't know what it is. It's just awesome, and I hope it keeps going, and that there's more opportunities for black creatives to make some wonderful art. So that's I what agree. I'm learning out about, y'all. I'm, ow, ow, ow. I'm here for it. I am here for it. I also want to see some more from, like, our other brothers and sisters of the more melanin, um, you know, tones. Mm-hmm. Appreciate mm-hmm. you too, our Caucasian brothers and sisters. But y'all got a lot of stuff out there. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stuff. I want to see. They some do more got a lot of stuff. stuff. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all need to take a back stuff seat from our like Asian, our Native American, mm-hmm. our subcontinent mm-hmm. Asian, mm-hmm. our Black, our Hispanic. You know, brothers and sisters. Yes. Speaking of, like, have you been following or heard like the article about like the stuff with like the Asian like that all the, the stuff, stuff that yes, yeah yes. and, and uh, that brings up another point that I feel like we should talk about because um 
the stop uh, Asian hate is something that I definitely am for because I'm to me any kind of discrimination and hatred of any person based on their skin, race, mm-hmm. whatever. It's always been just stupid and ridiculous to me. Yeah. Ever since I was a little kid, even them learning about slavery in school, I was just like, skin color. I remember saying to myself when I was a little kid, skin color. And I just said in my mind, this is stupid. I'm not dealing with that. Like, I remember <laughs> as a little kid, like, this is stupid. And so it's been that way to me for years. But um, the world is what it is. And there's real hate out there. And there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, but I know the issue is whether or not black people need to be running hard for this. Because Asians haven't really supported us in our stuff in the past. And I'm just like, I don't know. To me, I understand the hate. I mean, the the hurt black people may feel about how Asian people have not um, stood up for us at times. Sometimes they're also perpetrating some racism, um, whether it be in their shops, following you, saying, you know, I'm I'm an Asian person, I don't want my daughter to marry black. All those kind of things are part of racism against black people too. But I just think in this kind of time, we all need to just stand up for each other together. So I have been, Whitney, looking at that stuff. together. Yes. Right Right now. now. Over me. <laughs> I think we need to come together and support each other. We're all all of us are fighting white supremacy, basically. We all are. Because if it's not us, as you can see, one person says one thing and now everybody's turning on a different race. Again, it's just we all need to come together. But what do you what are your thoughts, Whitney? I, I well, I asked you about it because I'm not as like red on it. Mm-hmm. Well, red on what was happening. I I did like you know come across an article and one of the when people she means read y'all this when I when, for me it's all just like instant. It's all like social media. That's <laughs> that's how I learned about everything. Well, that's how I that's how I like came across it was mm-hmm. like um a Twitter um like highlight mm-hmm. and then like one of my one of the people I follow on YouTube who I love her stuff her mm-hmm. name is Anna Akana mm. and she's an Asian um YouTuber and her stuff is hilarious honestly but she did like a Isn't video that girl you showed me that one time yeah 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 okay yeah so she was talking about you know the those six women being mm-hmm. murdered mm-hmm. And terrible tragedy was, yeah so it was just so a senseless. really powerful video that she was doing and she was just talking about like you know um like the racism and stuff and things that you know an asian woman of color mm-hmm. and even like what asian men like encounter and mm-hmm. how you know they're um you know objectified mm-hmm. and things like that and people the types of things that people have said to her or asked yeah. her and yeah. i'm like it's just disgusting all around like to see the videos i saw of people just knocking down old asian men and women you're like really these what? are what are you thinking like i don't care what you think about the virus it's not that person's fault. So just be a good human being. I don't know. To me, it was so disturbing to be knocking oh, down an old now grandma. Now it's making grandpa. more sense to me from like um, probably, you know, a Trump type of thing. It, it, it's, a, it's directly. OK, yeah. we're just going to say it. it's directly from Trump because he kept calling it the China virus. And since then, the, the extremists and the, the right wing people have been perpetuating this thing of the China virus. And then we the news even showcases that the increase of hate against Asian people has just skyrocketed since all that stuff started. Yeah. So it's directly from him. Um, but it's And it's I just, just want to, I want to circle back around to something you said about, mm-hmm. you know, um, topics that you like brought up, like people who discussing the issue, like, you know, 
sometimes um you know not always asian people have been like allies for black people mm-hmm. and you know that's a hard thing to like come upon but i feel like we like you said we need to just like all support each other like yep. black white asian hispanic and be the change that you want to see mm-hmm. in the world mm-hmm. like and it's almost like um what is it the bible thing about like the tax collectors and stuff like that like mm-hmm just not doing anything just because like of an expectation of something back but just doing it because it's right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's so true i just think that i would love it if we could all just come together and really like our enemy is hatred our enemy is white supremacy we know the enemy and i know that not all white people are bad but even they don't understand how much they benefit from it there's a lot of them that have such biases and they don't realize when it affects them Honestly, they're just a victim of this big, huge thing that was created, racism. It's so damaging. It's in everything. Um, even it, it goes into stuff like colorism, sexism, all this. It just, it just trickles in everywhere, you know. And so it's such a caustic thing to people in general. But if we stand together, co- all the colors standing together, you know, against what is bad, I think it would be way better than just being like black people are doing their thing and then Asians are doing their thing on the side and mm-hmm. then Latinos are doing their – it's just – it makes – we're all human beings. There really is only one race, racism. Race the with the color spectrum is really a social construct. It's not even scientific. It really isn't. So it's just the human race. Yes, we all are human beings together, and we should just be fighting for a better world for everybody. I I mean I, I understand the world is as it is, but I feel like being what? more optimistic and hopeful what? and helping is way more than tearing people it's down. Just human nature. Why? 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 Do we do we like way? <laughs> That's a good song. It is. It's <laughs> <laughs> like my favorite. Part. Reaching out <laughs> across <laughs> the distance. Okay, let's stop. <laughs> I love the Michael Jackson movie that came out like years ago, but I always remember that song and how he was singing it, how he was holding the mic. <gasps> Reaching out <laughs> across <laughs> the. <laughs> Anyway, okay, so those are the things we're blurting out about and the, the topics that we were concerned about. So Whitney, tell them again who that person was that they should sh- they should follow. That oh, person, um, Asian on YouTube, um, mm-hmm. Anna Akana, A N N A, last name spelled A K A N A. She's mm-hmm. hilarious. Her stuff is so funny, and she does like a lot of her material is about like, um, you know, um, personal. Um, what, what do you call this book? Like self, like self improvement and stuff like that. Mental, stuff. mental, different um, kind of like almost like psychology type stuff and mm. therapy. Talk. She talks a lot about like what she learns from her therapist and stuff. Mm. And That's it's good. just really cool. It's really cool. I like it. I'm not gonna lie. I've been like watching a lot of different stuff, of course. But <laughs> the funniest thing I've been watching, like this, there's this Nigerian comedian. He's Nigerian American, but his name is I Am Dulo, and I literally just laugh at all his little funny animal videos. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that you brought that up, but I was just thinking about what do I watch a lot on? I watch that funny animal video. <laughs> <laughs> Follow I Am Duo, y'all, because he's hilarious. You will see him put this commentary on these random videos. I don't know how he gets all these videos of animals doing crazy things, acting like people. This is just a real big side note, but I just love how she's like watching something. Whitney's watching something great, and I'm like, hmm, I Am Duo. <laughs> I was just laughing at the cats just now. <laughs> anyway. All right, so let's get into our feature, WandaVision, <laughs> brought to you by Marvel. 
<laughs> I love the one uh, just like well, diving right in, I guess. Mm-hmm. The, I think it's like maybe the sixth or seventh episode, but like they're doing like the the opening sequence. Or maybe it's no, I think it's actually after the opening sequence or something, but it, or maybe halfway in. But it's like WandaVision. It's mm-hmm. like created by Wanda Maximoff, <laughs> produced by Wanda. Like all of it is Wanda. Because <laughs> it's after you find exactly. out that she's like done. Mm-hmm. She's like the architect of everything in the town. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's all Wanda. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's, okay, so just before we get into it, we are going to say right now spoiler alert. Y'all should spoiler never alert. expect any of our shows about a topic. To like not be, I mean, you can you can just you, you better have seen it. Like if you're gonna mm-hmm. listen to our show, because yep. So <laughs> if you haven't seen it, please go and watch episode one through nine and that extra special episode where they talked. Uh, uh, what is it called? Avengers Assemble. Just so you can see how the behind the uh, scenes. Marvel Assemble. Marvel Assembles. Yeah, because you, I, you, girl, you had me down the rabbit hole. I could not <laughs> find it because I was I putting in Avengers Assemble. I was like, and it found like a cartoon thing. I'm like, this is not what she was talking about. And I was spent so much time oh trying to God. find what you were lo- ta- telling me about. You said Marvel And <laughs> finally, I was like, let me just try. Okay, let me just try Avengers. Okay, no, that's not finding what I'm looking for. Okay, let me just try Assembled by itself. And it's like, Marvel Assembled. I'm like, this looks like oh, it. Oh, man. She bust me out. <laughs> Y'all, <laughs> I totally gave her the wrong name of the <laughs> Anyway, so just for you, uh, for reference now, watch episodes one through nine and that extra extra special episode where they talk about the behind the scenes stuff. Um, uh, do it now. Just now. FYI, that's a separate <laughs> thing, you guys. So Marvel Assembled is like a separate that's true. show. That's true. It is separate because they're actually going to do something on Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But mm. I want to say once the series, like the last episode comes out, I think they're going to actually premiere the mm-hmm. next episode of Marvel Assembled. Mm-hmm. And so, so right, like I said, if you haven't watched it, stop listening now and go watch it, and then come back and listen. <laughs> but do come back. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so now we're going to get into the show. So let's do initial thoughts. Whitney, tell us what your initial thoughts was on WandaVision. WandaVision. (laughs) All right, so we kind of got like a format that we're going to try to go through now, you guys. We're going to have like what made it good or great or not great, um, what we liked most about it, what we didn't like if applicable. Um, is it more character driven or story driven? And then we're going to give, you know, a rating. Mm. So I'm going to start off with like, what made it good, great, or not great? Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, um, I'm just like, who knows here? So, like, I really, I, I fell in love with it because of, like, the characters. Mm-hmm. So, like, us getting more into Wanda's background um, was a plus. And, and Vision as well. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And to be honest, like, I really loved, like, Wanda. Like, right after, I mean, I, I liked her character. I liked Wanda and Vision, but, like, Vision, I was never that much of, like, a big fan of his. I didn't dislike him, but mm-hmm. there were just a lot of a lot of other characters that I liked more. Um, I liked his voice. I liked Paul Bettany's mm-hmm. voice of Vision. And yes, Mike Jardis Paul Bettany. Just yeah. shout out to Paul Bettany. That tasty British thing. Yes, yes. That voice. He has an amazing voice. That voice, yeah. But, like, you know, as a character, I was just like, oh. You know, yeah, but like watching WandaVision, like it, it, you know, well, it dives more into both their characters. I was, I like became like a big fan of Wanda, like during Infinity War, because Mm -hmm. during that, um, 
it was the sequence like right when like Thanos is coming there and they're trying to save Vision or find a way to get the Soul Stone out of his head to like save him. Mm-hmm. And so Wanda's up in the tower with like you know Shuri and when they're in Wakanda. And then finally, when she comes down to join in the battle against like Thanos, what what was it that Okoye said? She was like, "Why was she up there the whole time?" <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, Okoye was, was like extra yeah. black African. <laughs> when she saw how Wanda just took out all those things in one swoop, she was like, "What was she doing up there the whole time? Why was she Why was she up there when, instead of down here with us?" Like. <laughs> That it's was such like, a black and African thing to say. It was just so hilarious, <laughs> and like I, like I felt. I mean, I always, I, I already loved Okoye. She was like my favorite character from. Black and this Panther is Okoye anyway. from Black Panther. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Okoye and Shuri are actually my favorite characters from Black Panther, and I fell lo- in more in love with Okoye during that scene. But then I also, as a result, like just fell in love with Wanda because I'm like she's awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that like kind of like jumped up Wanda's estimation like as a character in my eyes but there hadn't been like that type of equivalent thing for Vision Mm. for me but this series kind of did it and I felt like especially um you know I'll I'll say because I want to get too deep into it because we're just talking about her overall but I I liked how character driven it was like the whole show yeah the whole show WandaVision right yeah Mm -hmm. WandaVision because like we're 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 it's about Wanda and Vision primarily but it's like I feel like it's really an ensemble type of thing yeah because then we also get like agent Wu from mm-hmm. ant-man and ant-man mm-hmm. and the wasp mm-hmm. is like back and i love him he was like he's awesome so he's he's back in wandavision we also get um cat jennings character of darcy lewis who yep, i adored yep. from mm-hmm. thor and thor the dark world she was like the bright spot probably one of my favorite characters from mm-hmm. like thor's standalone movies um, other than um, Ragnarok, because she was not in there, but like the first two, she was like the bright spot to me for those two movies. So having her in there, it like brought it up. And then my favorite parts were um, Monica Rambo, yep, yeah, Tiana Paris, Agatha not, slash yeah. Agnes, like. You know how much mm-hmm. I love villains, mm-hmm. and she was just—I thought who's been messing up everything? <laughs> it's been Agatha all along. I've been like, yo, somebody actually like trapped out that song. Oh, so wow. there's like a trap version of who's been messing up. It's so hilarious, <laughs> but her song actually trended on iTunes for a so long after that episode <laughs> came out and she like the actress after talking to people she was yeah. like baffled that people liked yeah. the song <laughs> it was hilarious, it was hilarious. <laughs> but like yeah that, that honestly those are like my standouts for the series mm-hmm. like my very very Monica favorite Rambeau. there were so many good things but my favorite parts of the series were Monica Rambo and Agatha the new characters and yes Monica Rambo she like i feel like they were setting her up for like maybe a standalone of her own um, I know that she's probably going to have a prominent place in like Captain Marvel too, because I, mm-hmm. I looked her up on IMDb mm-hmm. and they I are. see that she's you got can, she's on the mm-hmm. yeah she's, she's going to be, be up in there. there. But like, she should get her own show because she really was like a standout character. She mm-hmm. is so strong as a character. I like empathize and like related to her so much. I mean, I don't know if related is the right word, but she just like she really sticks with you. Mm-hmm. I felt like she was mm-hmm. such a strong character. I wanted to see more of her, honestly. Yes, I was exactly. like, why is she stuck in that room with Ralph? Somebody get her out so she can yes, fight these people like, too, please. I would like her to be on screen some more. Sh- to me, she was like the Okay, this is not the best example, but she was like the Wonder Woman 
a Batman versus Superman for this. Because, uh, like, I was going to say side piece. <laughs> when I was watching Batman versus Superman, I was like, this movie is awful, and the only good redeeming thing about it is Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. This is not the case for WandaVision because WandaVision was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But it was like, it was one of those things where she's not like the main character, but it's yeah. like, I want but to see the next in. time yes, she's you on want screen. to see more of her. Yes, yes exactly. So. Well, my thoughts were, um, of course, I like, okay, so unlike Whitney, I watched the show while it was premiering. And so I watched <laughs> it at, like every week. I was waiting every Friday. That was my thing. As soon as I got off work, yes, WandaVision right away. And if I was home, because I was in quarantine for a while. So I was like, yeah, as soon as I woke up early and I started watching <laughs> WandaVision, <laughs> even though it was buffering on Disney. And I was like, people, get off so I can watch it. <laughs> I would watch it multiple times. And then I would watch um all the theories and things, video. I'm, I'm such a nerd, guys. Like, I love how things are made. I love to know what people think. All the story. All, I love all the conspiracizing because there was so much conspiracy and theories going on about this particular show. Everyone uh, was speculating so many different things. And I'm not going to lie, Be- Paul Bettany was behind one thing that didn't play out so well for wh- all of us. What was that? He did interviews everywhere, kept telling people that, oh, he was so happy to finally work with this one actor. And everyone thought it was going to be, um, who was it? Benedict Cumberbatch. We thought that um, Dr. Strange was going to pop up in this because of what he kept saying on the interviews, not knowing <laughs> he was talking about himself as white vision. <laughs> and I was like, he did that mess on purpose just to mess with the fans. But it's okay. It's okay. We still love you. So going back to me, I was just in it. Like every week, every week, I was just like, I would watch over and over. I would try to speculate things. I would try to notice things. I just I, I was so engrossed in this show because to me it was so unique how mm-hmm. they made the show. Like I've never seen something like this. Oh They've, yeah, I've the never way seen they filmed it like with like the kind of bewitched and I dream a genie thing yes, for like the first the sitcom, couple episodes. It's like a homage to American then, sitcoms. Yeah, exactly. And then moving through like the decades, like 50s, 60s, 70s, it was 80s, so 90s, unique because it's like you, the story te- the way they did the storytelling has not. I've never seen anything like it. It was so creative. There's so many different type of shows, but the way they did this story and how it unfolded and and um kind of blossomed into like this mcu regular stuff that we used to see but it's still like a sitcom and it pays homage to the past and things we have seen in the you know Mm -hmm. it was amazing and they did like a decade each episode i was just like in awe of it and then everything was just wonderful to me um but going back to what you were saying about the characters yes i've wanted to get something about I wanted to see something about Wanda for mm-hmm. so long because I was like, like you, I just got clued into her. Even when she was the baddie in uh, Ultron, mm-hmm. I just like something about this girl. You know, I could just, I just wanted to see more, especially that ending scene where he, you know, Quicksilver died mm-hmm. and then she was so sad, but she was helping them. She mm-hmm. turned a new page. Yeah. So you could see that she wasn't all bad. Right. She was just struggling. And then I love that we got to see really why she was struggling in this um but her background story, you know, yeah. a lot more. And I felt so bad for um, the character, but I understood her yes. more. Yes. Oh, my and God. We really, like, dove deep into Wanda. And yeah, and like, then you understood in, like, why it went the way it went. The episodes went the way it went. You understood. You, based on what she suffered, all the trauma Wanda's been through, you would understand why she would just go crazy and be like, you know, I'm just going to make my own yeah. little world. It's funny. And I happy. was like, before each episode, because, like, unlike Bola, I didn't watch it, like, as it was coming on. I waited until it was over. And mm, she's a binger, y'all. Yeah, she's a binger. Right. That's okay. Right. I'm not watching stuff <laughs> until it is over so I can binge watch my way through. And I don't have patience, so I'm just watching on, <laughs> on time when it's coming out. <laughs> but, like, 
I I like made like a little voice memo for myself like after each episode and oh, like before cool. it too, just so I could like keep up with like my thoughts and stuff in preparation for this show. But hey. like, yeah, but it's like interesting because like the first couple episodes, like my notes um to myself were about how there was like this undercurrent of like discomfort, mm-hmm. like. Because, you know, the, the first two episodes were, like, oh, happy, and, like, mm-hmm. you know, I dream of Jeannie, bewitched, and all this stuff. But, but then, then, like. the weirdness pops up. Yeah. And there's, like, like each episode, there's something not quite right. Yeah. Something's, like, off. Like, Stedford Wives, or something, yeah. some mysterious thing. And exactly. You're still, like, every time you're trying to figure out, I'm not going to lie, the first two episodes, it was so confusing to me. I remember I, I watched with my sister, and my sister was, like, she didn't want to watch the show again until it was done because she didn't, didn't she wasn't feeling it. And I was like, you got to just, and I, I talked to a coworker and he said the same thing. And then he told, and then his daughter told him to like, no dad, just give it a chance. Just keep going. And then by like episode three or four, then you really see, and then you get hooked into what's going on. Yeah. So I was just like, give it some, tr- give it a chance, give it a chance. Cause it was so like, why is this happening? Why is Wanda Vision like this in a sitcom looking like Lucy <laughs> and Desi, you know what I mean? Um, but for me, Going back to the character thing, like I was so clued into her. It was that moment that Vision picked up Wanda from where they were fighting Ultron and stuff, mm-hmm. and they were like all fleeing because they were done. Mm-hmm. And he picked her up. I could just there was a moment there, and I was like, oh yeah, something's happening here. And then I went online and I found out that Vision and um, Scarlet Witch were like married in the show, but it was actually in Winter Soldier, not Winter Soldier. Uh, Civil War. It was in Civil War where you saw them together, mm-hmm. and you could see the. He- can I say humanity? <laughs> or the, let's yeah, say yeah. Ca- character, because yeah. he's actually an android. But the I, would, I would still say humanity, because, like... You saw the character of Vision and how he t- he was so attentive to her. Yeah. You could just feel her, and, like, she was so, you know, broken inside. And so it was just, like, I like how he was always there for her. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was just so into that. And I, I really liked him. I was so happy when I, ha- when I found out that they were going to get their own show. Mm-hmm. So to me, I actually was really feeling Vision from the beginning. I was like, I like Vision. Maybe because I like Paul Bettany, but <laughs> <laughs> I was really, I liked Vision from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was very happy that they got their own show, and then I really think Disney did their story justice. They it was did. bittersweet. It was, oh my gosh, yeah, it was so sad. Like, at the end, when, mm-hmm. like, um, when Monica's talking to Wanda, and she's like, they'll never know, like, what you gave up for them, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, like. You gave up your entire family. I mean, mm-hmm. you created them. But I was like, I was talking to my friend about I was like, oh, but honestly, though, we all kind of create our families. It's more of a biological process usually <laughs> than this. But uh, I know. <laughs> but she, like, literally created her family. But, like, she gave up her family for for these people. And it's like, but on the other side, it's like, ah, you also were kind of torturing them inadvertently. Mm-hmm. You didn't mean to. You weren't aware of it. But they're like, oh, my God, just kill us yeah. already. This and is the, I'm sorry to say again, but the thing that uh, I love Marvel over DC for, because Marvel, like, they really get into developing their characters. Like, or, their and characters or and like, the story. Like, yeah, both are just so good. It's going to be, they, they, they choose something and they go with it. Like, it's going to be a character-driven thing or it's going to be, like, really plot-driven or, like, a good mixture of the two. And I feel like WandaVision was, like, really getting good into character. Good mixture of the two. I, yeah, but I felt like the their kind of focus was on character development. And to showcase more of who she was and yeah. who she is. And then, again, and, the, you and see the whole arc. Because yep. I feel like we, like, before WandaVision, we didn't really have as much of a sense of who yes, Vision was. Yes, very true. But, like, when he was, like, like, forcing his way out of the barrier, 
and he's like dying like he's mm-hmm. falling apart but he's still like Trying pushing through because he's like they need help mm-hmm. and he's like he doesn't care anything he about the fact so that he's good like just. Yeah. yeah he's like no these people need help you need to get to get someone in there to help them and then that really showed me like what mm-hmm. type of person he was so he is he was so down to do the right thing exactly. at his own expense and then it was so he was so childlike because remember at the end of the movie where he was disappearing and she was like breaking down the world and he was like before i go what am i and i'm like oh Bishop, you don't know who you are oh god but shit like her answer so and i i really <laughs> wish i could remember her exact words but her answer to him it was amazing was, oh my god i was like she said, this you is are the like part of me, the good part of me, stuff. the love, the all the joy, everything in the mind stone that I create, all that good stuff, that's what you are. It was so, in, and the weird thing is, like, he understood himself a little bit, but just didn't know where he fit in in the whole thing, and I just, I don't know, I just felt for Vision, I was just like, man, because White Vision, I'm not feeling White Vision, I'm really not, I don't well, know what yeah, he's going to do with those new... Of course, of course, but he, like, he was like a corrupted vision because yeah. like they had taken the stuff that made him vision i just feel like he's just gonna but be bad i feel like now he might be he's gonna be bad he might be vision reg- like actual vision maybe no he's gonna be bad and you notice wanda didn't even care about him he just went away and she's like you know what mm. yeah because like her vision was more so the vision because like the white vision um or spectral vision whatever his name is he wasn't like when you take someone's memories away, you're like taking away who the person is. Mm. So he's not like he was not the actual vision. Hmm. And like that the argument that he like <laughs> practically <laughs> broke him with, like vision vision as opposed to like spectral vision. Mm. It's like, but I don't have like, you know, but I don't have like, you know, I'm not the body, you're the body, but you don't have the memories. I'm the yep. memories. Yeah. But like so it's like so weird. It's like meta. It's <laughs> you have to be is. careful about it's that. Like that scene where they were fighting each other, you're just like vision is fighting vision. Okay. Is it? It was like, very like I had to listen I to it a never, couple times. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I had ever heard or um of like Theseus ship. I mean, I've never heard either. of that either. The Theseus like, ship that's example really that they use. Yeah. yeah, it's like, is it the ship, or which parts are the real ship? And I was just like, yo, this is one of those like mental things where you have to like think. Yeah, like those one of like these conundrums. It was very deep, deep, deep ancient philosophy. Philo- yeah, <laughs> very philosophical, and yeah. you're just like, hmm, like the chicken and the egg thing. Yeah, it's like my brain is broken now. Ooh, I didn't know it was supposed to be like thundering today. Y'all, we just heard some <laughs> real big thunder, but okay, we're just gonna keep going. Yeah, okay, so let's talk about the the sitcom aspect of each episode. So they went through each decade. Like the first episode was very much Dick Van Dyke. The second episode was like um, Bewitch. Bewitch or I Dream of Genie. I Dream of Genie. Um, I kind of put both the first and the second episodes in kind of mm-hmm. those veins. Yeah, the third episode was very like Mary Tyler Moore, Brady Bunch, Partridge Family. <laughs> um, the fourth episode, which decade was that? Eighties. Eighties was very much no, like wait, um, fifties, sixties, seventies. Okay, yeah, 80s, yeah, yeah. 80s, the eighties was definitely like um. Uh, Growing Pains and um, The Seavers and Charles and Charge, all those old sitcoms that we used to love. Even some, like, the early years of um, Full House, like, the earlier years. There was a lot of, they actually did pay homage to, like, different shows Mm -hmm. in, like, how they did the opening. Because every every episode opening was completely different. Yeah, And I thought that was very unique and cool. Speaking of, I also like the end credits, like, the colorful part, not the part that came after. But, like... By the sixth episode, like, I was watching the, um, because I would, like, record, like, my little voice notes, and if it hadn't been for me doing my voice notes and just muting it instead of, like, pausing it, 
I wouldn't have realized that there was like stuff that came after like the color credits. Yeah, you didn't know that? Not until like the sixth episode. <laughs> so now I'm like, I didn't have to go back to see if like, was there other stuff I missed? Because they did like a freaking like Marvel movie thing. And I'm like, yeah, no! some of the episodes, not all of them, but some of them had something after the colorful credits. So. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh no, I missed stuff. Yeah. So I always like, even now while we're watching um Falcon and Winter Soldier, I always get my sister to once the colorful credits go off, then I like fast forward just to see if there's anything after and yeah if there's nothing we're like okay we're good we're done <laughs> you know so yeah marvel big up to that but um then they had the 90s episode which was like um i think it was malcolm in the middle yeah malcolm in the middle style um all those 90s tv shows even stevens all that kind of stuff um and then they had the um, early 2000s the which was like modern family the office. I like and then it went it into the just office. marvel <laughs> which one what did you say i said i like calling it the aughts <laughs> okay <laughs> So to me, I love how they did it where each opening credit was like, um, they made a new song, a new opening credits, like drawing or feature. And all of it was like from the decade, Mm -hmm. even from down to the music, everything, even they had, which was so interesting. They had like made up commercials (laughs) in the show. Oh yeah. The the commercials were interesting to me because they had like, you know, little Easter eggs in there. Cause like, like. They had like the watch and it was like Hydra on there. And I was yes. like, oh snap. I'm like, is there something that's supposed to be coming from me? Yes, because I'm these like, commercials uh, are like, you did at first, you're just like, what was that? You thought there was a real commercial. And I'm like, I thought Disney Plus was commercial free. And then you, you realize that they were actually part of the story and yeah. they were real. All of them but were like, but it's also interesting because they were all, they all seem to be somehow geared towards like, like the villains, like either Hydra or like General Strucker. Like, it was all stuff that Mar- I, I, when I, I researched a little bit about, about this, but the commercials were all stuff about Wanda's mm-hmm. past and struggle because, you know, she actually dealt with that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, the little beeping on the toaster in the first episode was, like, the beeping on the Stark, um, the Stark gadget that was, that didn't blow oh, up in her house. Yeah, okay, they okay. made everything kind of all related to Wanda's struggles and issues mm-hmm. and what she was doing and feeling at that moment. So, it was very ingenious how they made everything. It was interesting because, like, like, with the first two episodes and having that kind of undercurrent of like something not quite right. I also thought like, because at first she's not aware of what she's done mm-hmm. and like, you're like, does she know? Does she not know? But then like, I feel like it's almost like she had like a dissociative episode. Yep. 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 Definitely. It, it, it's, it's just Definitely. really interesting. And that all ties into the fact that she is supposed to be, Scarlet Witch, and she did not know that. And that's so, so interesting. That's why I, I will say you're right about that. The fact, like, when I was making my notes before starting the show, because I just made it like with my like general things, like what I had heard about it, how you know excited about starting it. But I was talking about the fact that like, like this with WandaVision, I'm like, I wasn't as familiar with like Wanda and Vision because I was more of like Marvels, the um, main people, like you know X Men and Spider Man. I know for some reason I've watched a lot of those cartoon Marvel cartoons yeah. back in the day. I had never seen Marvel um, Scarlet Witch or, at all. Yeah, I've never me seen either. Them. Or, or Vision. Vision. Or, or Vision. But I don't think they had a cartoon based on them. So like that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so there was I some wasn't in the 90s, but I think I stopped watching them okay. <laughs> by that time. But I wasn't you know as aware of them. But I knew. Or I had heard about the fact that, you know, Wanda and Vision were together, and then at one point, like, he died or something, and she created, like, her own reality or something, House where they were M. married, and yep. they had... House um, of M is what it was based on. For okay. All of, just for the listeners, House of M was what uh, this show was based off of. So I knew, I knew that that's, like, 
probably what they were basing WandaVision off of. Because I know he was like, Vision's dead. Like, he didn't come back. He, like, he was dead before the snap. So the snap did not bring him back. So the fact that he's here, that's probably telling you that's what's happening. But, like, I was thinking about, um, yeah, I've lost it. Come back to me. <laughs> okay, what was another point of the show that you um really enjoyed? Um so like it's interesting. Oh, I know what I was getting to. I was getting to the fact that like throughout the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. She's always been Wanda or mm-hmm. Wanda Maximoff. Mm-hmm. They and never the called her Scarlet Witch. Time yep. they call her Scarlet Witch yep. is in is it like the six, six or seventh? Oh, it is nine. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it's not until then that she's called Scarlet Witch. And then it's also interesting to me because like at one episode, like midway through, maybe it's episode, and she four gets her costume. Six. Yeah, it's so great. Yeah, <laughs> but like um, the director of Sword is like. So does she have like a code name or something like the rest of them? And they're like, no, mm. she's just Wanda. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, yeah, mm-hmm. nobody has ever. Mm-hmm. She has not been Scarlet Witch. Like yep, this series yep, is the yep. first ever time that yep. she is referred to as Scarlet Witch. She's always just Wanda. So it's mm. it, that was also kind of like a cool little yeah. thing. But can you imagine this? Like you're just in, you're just living in your own town, just doing whatever, and then all of a sudden. You're stuck in like, and you can't get out of this. You're stuck in like the '70s, '60s. You can see it physically, and you can you're living it, but you're, it's not you. You're just like, what is this? It's yeah, so weird to me trash. being the. It's interesting being like, the people like, the that were stuck. Was like, could you just let my daughter go for long enough for me to like hug her? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my god, like it's like terrible. Yeah, but then you're like, but Wanda, we love her because we're she's the you know protagonist, but she's kind of the antagonist too because she's harming these people. Not really harming them, but by keeping them away is you know keeping them from their family keeping them trapped in these roles that they are, are not really mm-hmm. and then i just think it's interesting how vision had the power to take people out of it so he can talk to them mm-hmm. and then put them back in <laughs> i was like whoa but now that i think about it i guess that makes sense because vision was created out of the mind stone mm-hmm. so yep. the mm-hmm. power over the mind that does make mm-hmm. sense because everything else was used by her red power indicated by but he was when you saw how she created everything he was like out of the yellow like his mm-hmm. lights was yellow so it's like i guess his magic was different well, well it's called chaos not, magic so it's like who knows what it is yeah but she said like at the end that like he was created based off of the part of the mind stone that was part of her mm-hmm. so he's not exactly i guess he wasn't exactly created pu- or not purely created out of magic he was purely created from her magic but also from recreating him from the part of the mind stone that was already part of her because the mind stone was also part of him mm-hmm so uh, it, it, it's, 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 it's interesting. interesting. Yeah. But another part that was interesting to me is that like back in the first two episodes when everything was in black and white, the only thing like the first color that we ever see is red. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's Scarlet Witch. So I don't know if that had, but it's just like that's something that I kind of thought about afterwards mm-hmm. is like she's the Scarlet Witch. And the first ever color that we see when they're everything is in black and white is red. So I just thought that was that was cool mm-hmm. and it's interesting it's because it's it was anything that got through the barrier that she made around this town mm-hmm. was instantly changed to something else but the way you could tell that it wasn't part of their world was because it was in color and when the when they were in the black and white decades yeah, yeah, yeah. um and so i just thought let's talk about the um the let's talk about the quicksilver um thing they did where they brought quicksilver back Oh, and yeah. they mess everybody up. <laughs> Evan Peters, yeah, yeah so as like her brother, but yes. not. But you know, that's 
that's something that for me was not actually resolved. What do you mean? Um, with, with the Quicksilver thing, because for me, I mean, I understand that you you find out that he's not actually um, the real Quicksilver from the, the Sony. Quicksilver? Was it Sony? The Sony X X Men? Yeah. Well, no. Is not it Sony, Sony or Fox? Uh, Fox. 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 Okay. Yeah. But I wonder. I still wonder if maybe he is that um, that Quicksilver because I don't think was his name Peter. Um, Pietro was the real person's. Um, yeah, but I mean, like in X Men. No. What was his name in X Men? What was Quicksilver's like actual like? Oh, that's good. I don't know. Cause like that makes me wonder if maybe he actually is Quicksilver from the X Men universe. Cause you know, w- once Doctor Strange come out, it's gonna it's gonna be like the title is gonna be Doctor Strange and the mm-hmm. um, um multiverse, multiverse of, of madness. madness. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if like he's in the, he's got pulled from like the multiverse. Well, here's what I heard. I heard because everyone was talking about this, and again, after every episode, I watched a lot of these um film um youtube videos that basically their whole channel is about analyzing like movies and things and all that kind of stuff i love stuff like that mm-hmm. but um so this guy who does a constant analysis on the movies and things uh, with clips and things from the directors and creators of these shows he was saying that it was totally like a spoof <clears throat> that they didn't really mean anything by it be- that he was not a crossover they just wanted to mess with the fact that um well it was pr- the, the way i saw it is they wanted to allow Agnes to use him to mess with her because you if you notice Agnes was in there as Ag- well Agnes but well, she's really Agatha mm-hmm. Agnes was in there not I mean we didn't know this was a great this was a great point that we did not know what role we knew she played some role but we didn't know whether she was the good benevolent mad bad you know we just didn't know what she was trying to do so now that we know that by episode seven or so that she was there trying to figure out how Wanda did what she did in the first place mm-hmm. she was just there just trying to be like how did she do this like I'm a powerful witch. I know lots of magic, but I don't understand this. Yeah. So she was purposely there to try and get, and to me, it looks like she used the guy to, um, she used the guy to just get information out of Wanda mm-hmm. and making her, making him look like her brother um, was the way to do it. Now, the fact that they used this character to do it and he is the Quicksilver from the Fox movies, I felt like that was a thing that the creators did just to mess with the fans. But I felt like it's not, to me, the way they showed it that he was Ralph, the Ralph she kept talking about as her husband the whole time, mm-hmm. that mean, that me that put an end to it, that he's just, is just the character that they used. Yes, it's funny for us to see. And we're all <laughs> like, so are the two Marvel, Marvel and Fox now merging? No, no. I felt like for that it's just not like that. They just use it as a fun I mean, thing to do for the show. I understand that, but I still feel like there's a possibility that he could be like a multiverse Peter Maximoff because I just looked him up on IMDb. He was actually Peter Maximoff in the um, X-Men movies, but you know it's Peter, just a regular Peter, like P-E-T-E-R. Whereas okay, I where it's supposed to pitch or yeah, more exactly. like Eastern European. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But like the reason I say that I think there's still room for like a question mark is because everybody in the town had a different name from what their actual name was. Mm-hmm. So the fact that, like, when Monica sees that his name is... Um, Ralph Boner. Ralph Boner. <laughs> like, Boner. But everybody <laughs> had a different name. So yeah. since they were still within that world, he that might not be his real name. Cause but I don't it was. Think that was on the bill. It was on the bill, but they're not... Like, everything got changed. Like, inside of the bubble, none of them had their, like, actual names. Because remember, like, outside when they're at, like, the... Um, with the task force 
and they've got like the board up and mm-hmm. they're like looking up people to yeah, see who they Agnes really was, are. Like, the only one that didn't have a real name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, and we didn't see Ralph because he wasn't even a character at that point. Exactly. So my point is that inside he might have been Ralph Finner, but like once Wanda's barrier or whatever disappeared, that might not actually be his name. Because like, I think when they when when Monica found that paperwork, mm-hmm. the barrier was still up. So that means that the people would still still had like those alternate identities. But once she took the thing off his neck, once Monica took the 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 beads off the neck that um Agatha was putting in place to control him to control him but not necessarily to change who he was well, like inside that world so that's my point is that there's that still like be. room for a question mark there is I just feel like they weren't messing with them to me personally I, mean, I feel yeah. like they were just messing with us and then the funny connection is the guy that plays Peter Maximoff in the um, X Men that was in WandaVision, and then the real Pietro Maximoff, the guy that played him, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Mm -hmm. they were both in the movie Kick-Ass together. (laughs) And then I think it's so funny that they both ended up playing Quicksilver in different movies. Like, I thought it was hilarious. I was like, you know what's funny? We couldn't get that Quicksilver. Let's get the real, the other Quicksilver. During the series. (laughs) I forgot in what context, but remember, like, during the show, somebody said something about Kick-Ass, and I was Mm -hmm. like, that's actually funny. I just think it's hilarious (laughs) that they both ended up playing Quicksilver, and then they both were in Kick-Ass years earlier it's, it's i that's why i thought they were doing that's why i was like oh they just was like let's do this you know and make a cool connection um but what else are we gonna talk about this show um let's talk about how the military let's talk about the bad guy who i think was the bad guy so now we have this new I feel wor- like we had multiple <laughs> you're right you're right you're right not the big i don't know is Ag- agatha is she really the baddie i feel like agatha was one i okay i feel like agatha was one villain and then I feel like the director of Sword what was his name, yes. like Hardaway or Hathaway mm-hmm. or something. Was the he other wasn't one. important? <laughs> <laughs> he was, and I just thought he was doing some egregious stuff. Like he was just yeah, that was messed up because like they made it look like Wanda had stolen Vision's body, but mm-hmm. then when we go back through mm-hmm. her memories, you see that she did go to the compound, but she never stole his body. She went mm-hmm. there. And Operation Cataract. That's what they called it. And he when was she trying to saw do some stuff. that he's like there, and she's like, I can't feel him anymore. And then mm-hmm. she leaves. She's mm-hmm. like, she goes, I'm gonna go. Saul can peace and then she creates a whole new vision she did not steal a body so he was lying that he was and the fact that he was trying to hit the he was like willing to shoot the kids in the last episode when they're all fighting I was like are you really luckily Monica just came in and stood there and it was so cool that the bullets went through her yeah Man, her po- I can't wait for them to develop Monica's because powers like the I was like I'm a little so when we watched um, when I watched Marvel Assembled they were talking about, like, the fact that, you know, her DNA got changed. And, mm-hmm. like, Darcy warned her about going in because it had already been changed a couple mm-hmm. times before. Because she so went through three times. She went through one when she was just testing it. And then she went through the second time by getting kicked out by Wanda herself. And then she went through again. And she okay. pushed her way through the third time. Yeah. So, I know that Darcy talked about her, like, DNA being changed. So, that's, like, that's one possible explanation about, like, you know... The, her eyes glowing blue and all that stuff. But then when, like, she was pushing her way through the mm-hmm. third time, you know, she's going through all her memories, and, you know, you're hearing, like, about her mom, Maria Rambo, from, like, Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you're hearing, like, Carol's voice, you know, calling her Lieutenant Trouble and stuff mm-hmm. from <laughs> Captain Marvel again. But I'm like, I'm not sure if it's because of, like, the DNA change or if it's because she's got something 
from like Captain Marvel that maybe exposure to Carol maybe Mm. gave her or like, you know, gave her like a dormant something that got activated by Wanda or if it was all Wanda. Like I'm not lying. You're right. Because it was like for a long time, you're just like, oh, you can assume based on how they did their story. And I actually like how they went back and did a little bit of uh, Monica's backstory Mm -hmm. and how she was one of the people that disappeared during the snap. Yeah. And then she came back during the blip right in the hospital room where her mom died. And then the mom had been dead for five years. And so it was so messed up, but they showed that. Mm -hmm. And then, so for us, we're just like, Oh, she's not a meta human. She's fine. Nothing's up. Mm -hmm. But then you're like, because she goes through the barrier like this, like, to me, I'm wondering if they're just trying to show this is her establishing, this is how she gets her powers, mm-hmm. because she's the only person that forced through the barrier, where everyone else went through when it was, when Wanda opened it. Yeah. Like, no one else went through the barrier just while it was up. Mm-hmm. Everyone else came through when she opened it up. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, if you look at it, Darcy also went through the barrier, but not because of her, but when, when Wanda expanded it during mm-hmm. the Halloween episode. Yeah. So I was like, all those other people went through the uh, barrier, too. Did they change? Or did Monica just change because she went through three times? You and know, that's, that's what I'm not sure about. Like, yeah. did she get these powers because like the she's gone through the barrier three times, or did she have some type of potential that was already in yeah. her that just got activated because of the barrier, or was there some type of I don't know, like probably they'll get more from Captain Marvel that like seeped into her at some point. They might get more into it when they do her like more of her story in Captain Marvel. Mm. Um. So we definitely know she's going to space <laughs> with the <laughs> with the end credits scenes. That I love. I always look for them. Um. But yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about Monica's powers. Um. Monica's. Well, they call her so many things in the comic books. Like she's known as Photon. She's known as Spectrum. She's known as um Captain Marvel too. She was actually known as Captain Marvel as well. Mm. So I'm like, what name are they gonna give her? Which <laughs> what is gonna be her name? I don't know. What do you think? I don't know, because, like, I am, I, similar to, like, Vision and Scarlet Witch, I am not familiar at all with, like, Photon, Mm -hmm. or um, even, like, Captain Marvel. Like, Captain Marvel, I'm also not as, like, familiar with, from, Mm -hmm. like, a backstory point, so, I don't know. There's Miss Marvel, too, which is, like, a little Spanish girl. Yeah, yeah, That's coming, they're making a show of that. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, is it a show or a movie that she's in? Mm, It may be a movie. I'm not sure. Yeah, but that'll be cool, too. Mm -hmm. But, like, if I had my aughts. I kind of like Spectrum. (laughs) (laughs) I like Photon, actually. I was thinking it more, so I prefer... I do like Spectrum. Mm -hmm. Spectrum just sounds cool. It does. But Photon sounds cool to me, but I was thinking... I was leaning more towards... Okay. (laughs) I was thinking Photon because we saw that, you know... Marvel Universe, they don't put nothing in, the, and they don't put nothing in the show that you can't see that's not very important. So everything's like an Easter egg or something. So when we saw her going in in the sword, um, the sword base, we saw her go past her mom's, and you kept seeing her mom's name, whatever her first name was, mm-hmm. Photon. And then I was like, you saw them, like you saw that label, and mm-hmm. I was like, maybe they're gonna call her Photon, just because of that. I don't, I don't know. That's my theory. <laughs> You know what? That that makes sense because you're right. Marvel Marvel is very intentional. They placed everything in for a reason, for a season, for a thing, and yeah. So I'm thinking that they're gonna go more towards um, photon. But you know, they did show a lot of color spectrum stuff, and you know how every time Monica was seeing different types of magic, her eyes would change and things. That's true. So that was part of it. So they could call her color spectrum because she can see all the electromagnetic spectrum colors. Yeah. Weird thing with like. Yeah, mm-hmm. hmm, that's good she's point. just to me is gonna be a strong black character to the universe in the new phase of Marvel. I'm very excited for her. I Big up to Tiana Paris; she did an awesome job. She was fan 
And I loved her seventies get up in the in the Brady Bunch episode. <laughs> that episode was so weird. How you have a baby in one day or two babies in one day? I mean, oh, but how man. did any of it happen, really? Right. Like, it was so because <laughs> it, it was so freaky and weird, and you like all the events that happened throughout all the episodes. Everything was so freaky and weird, but it was just interesting because you were all getting it. It it all came to a head at one point where you could see where it was going. It was really. I feel like this show was really about a woman grieving. Yes. It was her character grieving. Yes. It, that's what I saw. And I was like, she, because she has these powers and things, she's grieving in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I just thought or, it was so interesting. Or maybe not even in a different way. Like, gr- her her grief has manifested itself in, like, an external way. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, anyone else who's, like, not, like, a powered being, mm-hmm. you know, it's internal. But because she's powered, you mm-hmm. know, it manifested, like, her, outside and Not of to herself. mention, she didn't know that her destiny was to be Scarlet Witch and the chaos magic was lying dormant in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and it brought up like like the interesting um, point like that Agatha was talking about with like the mis- the Stark missile mm-hmm. that never blew up, and she was like, "You really think that that thing just happened to be de- defective mm-hmm. rather than like your magic?" Like I love how she called her a baby witch. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> "Okay, so you as a baby witch turned off the the bomb, and then you just didn't realize you had powers." It was so interesting, and she was cruel while she was saying it, but I was just like, come on now. I mean, her and her brother literally thought they were going to die if they moved, and they were stuck under that fixture for, like, two days. I was like, they were, like, 10-year-old kids. Give her a break. <laughs> Agatha, I'm sorry, the, 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 Agatha, the Agatha episode, she was just a mean old, you know what? She was, but she I was loved mean. it. I was so here for it. Like He's <laughs> been messing up everything. It's been Agatha all along. <laughs> and it was so like Adam's family. <laughs> that was like, I love the part where she's like, and I killed the dog, too. <laughs> <laughs> She did a lot. And then I was like, what did you do with the kids? The, the, the Billy and Tommy? I was like, what did you do with the with her children? I was like, don't send them over there. But Wanda was just having her own little meltdown episode. She was being Modern Family, that, that um, early 2000s episode. And she was just like, I just don't want to deal with this right now. So she just let her take the kids. And I was like, just let her take your kids. You don't know where she's going. But I mean, this was like, I feel like the episode where, wait, no, you said it was the odd. Had she been black. <laughs> I'm just saying. But that's like a neighbor that <laughs> she's quote unquote known for years. I know. I feel like she thinks she created the Agatha character, the Agnes character, to be like her little friend in there. Yeah, Not knowing that Agnes, um, Agatha herself, she put herself as Agnes to get more information and see what she was doing. Mm-hmm. So that little flip was really interesting. That little, f- and then let's talk about the the magic powers now, like the book and the runes and the. Okay, so this one is where the Marvel universe gets all witchy. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, uh, and well, so more so witchy because we got a taste of it with Doctor Strange. You're right. Like, you're Doctor right. Strange was like the first Wizards. time they introduced <laughs> like magic because mm-hmm. up until that point, it was like you know it's all sciencey. It's like science. You know, yes. Some things happen, or I mean, I guess you or could alien base that it's a little aliens. Mm-hmm. Well, he's got his te- oh, okay. Well, technically, if we're going by like you know, not uh, coming from elsewhere, then yeah, it's aliens. the trifecta: <laughs> aliens, androids, and wizards. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, all the enemies that people of Earth have to worry yeah. about in the Marvel. But now Earth. we're like diving deep. Like, what did somebody say? Was like, was it in Marvel Assembled or something else? But somebody else mentioned the Sorcerer Supreme, and I think, or was it Agatha? But like, somebody was talking about. It was like, probably in the little backgrounds st- where we find out about how Ag- um how Agatha got her. Um, became a well, I guess her little establishing story where they find out that she was like in her coven, but she was 
she had more powers, but she was also like reading this dark book and she was doing what she wasn't supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And she even like <laughs> killed her own mother, who was the head of their coven, and she like sucked their coven. powers. I thought it was called coven. I think it's coven. You say coven and I say coven. <laughs> I think it's coven. Anyway, coven. <laughs> Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> but like. I thought that was kind of messed up, too. Like, her mom, she's like, but mom, I can be good. And she's like, no, you can't. And I'm like, oh, that's harsh, man. Oh, her mom knew what was up. She's like, she got a little taste of that <clears throat> that black magic. Because once you go but black, like, you never go back. <laughs> anyway. But I felt like, like, I was like, that's that's way harsh. I'm like, dude, you can be, I, I just feel like it was kind of messed up. Because I'm like, people are not the worst thing that they have ever done. But she there was. was. She, she sucked but up all the magic of all her COVID. Like, that was a lot. Here. I'm being philosophical. Okay, okay, okay. I'm saying, like, you, right, can, right. you can always come back. While there is life, there is hope. There is always the possibility to come you're back. You're right, you're right. So the fact that her mom was like, no, you can't, I'm like, dude, maybe that's why she can't because you are not being supportive of the fact that, like, n- you don't want to. You can, Is this because you, you have an affinity for the dark? Because <laughs> 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 you're me and I'm like, no. Agnes is Agnes is bad. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, 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 yeah. Obviously look what she, she did. Is, look what she like, did. But look, look, look at these things. Like, she had why, her. How do people get that way? Like, some people. Like, she had both of her wrong. children on a leash. Like she was like she was like a pimp, and those are her little pit bulls. She just was like in the sky. <laughs> but my point is, though, stage. that like bad people tend to be made rather than like just born that way. Yeah, and, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Everyone has to wonder, like, with her mom when she was like, "Mom, but I can be good," and her mom was like, "No, you can't." I'm like, "Oh, that's a bitch ass move right there," because like, you you shouldn't tell your child that no, you can't. Yes, you can, but you are not showing me evidence that you have a desire to be good. I mm-hmm. think that is the more appropriate response. So my point is that she didn't have any. She might not have had positive reinforcement. Mm-hmm. Maybe her. Maybe. I mean, we only saw one scene. Maybe her mom was one of those like moms who were like, "Ah, you're always gonna be bad. Every, anything you do, you've always been bad." So mm-hmm. it's like, well, if you keep telling me that I'm all I am is bad, then that's what I'm gonna be. To me, and I think of the opposite. To me, I think her mom was the head of their coven. She was telling them how they're supposed to act, how they're supposed to do, how they're not supposed to be engaging in that kind of magic. And I think Agatha was being like a rebellious chick and he was like, you know what? I bump you mom. I'm just going to be dabbling over here and get more powerful and stuff. Like maybe she did have a bigger capacity than her mom. And maybe she would have been taken over, um, taking over the coven later on, but she went um, away from the rules of their coven. And I think that was disrespectful. So to me, Agatha was just disrespectful. Okay. I don't, I don't disagree <laughs> with that, but my point is that maybe there's a reason that she's the way she because she look at look at what she wanted to do. The only reason she she didn't give a damn about Wanda. She just wanted to find out how can I do this. <laughs> Let's be real. She's like, she I don't know like, that chick. Why do I gotta care I? about her? She's like, I know every form of magic. I've been studying magic for a hundred years because you know Agatha's mad old. And she was like, I've never seen this kind of magic. How are you doing this? Even the funny thing was, even though in the Halloween episode she was in the like. You know when Vision was like trying to look and see what was going on for yeah. real? So Vision wasn't with the family during the Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, where are all these kids coming from? Like all this stuff because she had them like locked away when she didn't need them. And then she saw that the um, Wanda had her magic on autopilot where people were just kind of like stuck mm-hmm. doing one motion. Because, and I, I'm not going to lie. That actually sounds terrible when you have somebody hanging their clothespin and just rehanging it and then crying and you're just like, the person's there, but they can't move their own body. It's That's very terrifying. Um, 
it's very what's that it's very get out yeah yeah and so to me i was just like but you looked at it the, the only reason why wanda was i mean not wanda agatha was over there in the first place and then she had to fake like she didn't know what was going on mm-hmm. to vision but the only reason why because she was like observing it she was envious and power hungry that's why she went over there in the first place because she wanted to know how to do it so to I me don't, i don't argue that i don't i don't know if maybe um because she did say when they were when she defeated um, um agnes Agatha, excuse me, when Wanda defeated her, she was like, you will need me. You will need me. Who knows? She may because She's also. Like, well, I know where you'll be. Exactly. <laughs> and then, you know, in the comics, it was like she was kind of like a mentor. Oh, really? In some of the. Because I'm not, I wasn't familiar with her at all. And I was like, maybe I need to go look yeah, at her. Yeah. She was kind of, she was still like an old, 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 old witch. But she was also kind of like a mentor thing, teaching Scarlet Witch in some of the comics. And so, again, I watch a lot of behind the scenes <laughs> and this, like history stuff. I watched like all the stuff about the comic itself, the story. So I was just like, ah, I see. You know? So it could be, we might see Miss Agatha Harkness later. We don't know. I would like to, because to be honest, Agatha to me <laughs> comes off almost like a Loki. Yeah, like yeah. It's like I liked her character. Causing, she was kind of fun, not gonna lie. But it's like she's kind of like bad, always causing trouble. But you kind of like her. <laughs> I did a little bit. I did a little bit until she like put the kids on a leech and stole them and stuff. And then she was just she was disrespectful. Like, <laughs> she was so disrespectful. <laughs> but to me, I'm wondering what this new power for Wanda is gonna be. Um, what what is this all going to encompass? How is it going to go forward? Mm-hmm. Now she's also she's also reading the book too. So now, Wanda, if you see that end scene yeah. where she's reading the book now and she's kind of like Doctor Stranging it, where her body was walking around just drinking tea in the mountains, and then her spiritual self was reading her Scarlet Witch self was reading the book, right? And so you're just like, is she learning the, how to do the powers? Because she learned quick. If you saw the big battle, oh. uh, after just looking at the runes one time in, in, a, in I was my, like, oh, she gonna get you. She gonna yeah, get you. That was the most ingenious thing. That okay, so like, just to set it up, guys. I was like, Wanda, this is why you are my girl. You are yes. badass. Just to set it up, guys. So when she got she got kidnapped, well, she went in the basement. But she, I don't know why people don't learn from, from <laughs> you don't go in the basement ever. There's just nothing, nothing good happens there. Anyway, <laughs> so she went to the basement because she said, oh, her kids were in the basement. Mind you, you ain't hear no kids. But she went down there anyway. There was like nasty, creepy, spindly little tree, spider trees growing. And you still go down there? Oh, no. Had they been black. They'd be like, never mind. Just send my kids over when you're done. (laughs) Anyway. But but you know what? Now that I think about it, when you're talking about, you know, like about going into the basement. Maybe she was overconfident because Mm -hmm. she's still thinking that she is the one who's got, like, the entire town Mm -hmm. kind of, like, under her control. So there's no reason for her to think. I'm not going to lie. It's weird because it's like she kept – Wanda kept saying, like, she doesn't know how things were going. She doesn't know. And then my mind watching, I was like, does she really not know? She didn't at first. I I don't know because to me it's like – Oh, they're not paying harm. So to me, I was just like, Wanda, do you really not know you're doing this? Because she kept wondering how it was happening. And then she's like, I don't know how this is going. And then I was like, okay, so she doesn't know anything about magic. Yeah, but but like, I feel like she really did not know that she was doing it. I mean, I think she became aware, but I don't think she she was aware that she was harming people. Because like, you know, at the edges of the town, she's just got them on autopilot. She's Mm -hmm. not actively thinking about this. Yeah, This is like, she's just powerful enough that Mm -hmm. this is happening. Like, she had like, I guess, an overarching wish. Like, I want to live in this place that's like this thing from my, that I would see on TV. But she's not like, 
she's not like in her head like consciously okay i gotta do this because like oh my god you would go crazy trying to like coordinate everybody's lives oh, which is god. part of the reason why agatha was so impressed because she's like you've got these complicated storylines that you've got going and of course mm-hmm. when you get further to the edges of town it's like i guess getting to the edges of her power mm-hmm. and her ability to maintain this stuff but like and she had know? an edge too don't go past ellis street because that's where the barrier was yeah but it's like it's, I guess, almost to me, maybe it's almost like, you know, the kind of unconscious type of things, like, you know, the ego sees the ego id thing. So, like, part of her is controlling it, but it's not, like, the conscious part. Mm. So she's not doing it because she was not trying to harm anyone. Mm. And she didn't even try to, like, create it. It's, like, all out of pain. Like, it's really, like, a dissociative almost type of episode. Yeah. So, like, you know, somebody who's, like, I don't know, a dissociative identity disorder or something, they're not trying to do these things but it's just like it's created out of trauma yeah yeah and i think it's interesting that out of this grieving process this very unique interesting external grieving internal and external i guess Mm -hmm. grieving process that she went through throughout the the story arc of the six um the nine episodes it's like she actually became her own like she was destined to be scarlet witch Mm -hmm. and but she didn't know it Mm -hmm. you know and so I just think it's funny. It kind of shows you how, like, through grief, there was a line in the story, like, what is grief but love enduring? That line was the best thing. I was like, wow, I had never thought of that. This has had, like, some really, really great, like, heartfelt Yes, this show was just really, man, this show was awesome. When when Vision asked what he was and her response to him, that was just, like, it hit me right there. And Mm -hmm. then the thing, Vision's, like, Vision said to her, "Mm -hmm. about, like, what is... What is grief but love enduring? I'm like, like, oh, that's That was a good line. Oh, man, yeah. And I've never thought of it that way. It's like, you're grieving is because you still love that person so much. And so she loved Vision so much. She was, like, the only one that she could connect to after because if you look at wanda's story in when she was 10 she lost her parents Mm -hmm. then they grew up as orphans her country was in in chaos and Mm -hmm. stuff and i think they kind of got that from how a lot of eastern european countries like bosnia serbia have been in like civil unrest for so long had those really big wars in the 90s and stuff so you had that they were growing up together um then they had they experimented on they got powers and you know they were doing all the stuff for the uh, the hydra people um, and then Pietro dies as quicks while they're fighting Ultron and everything. Mm-hmm. That's another person gone from her life. Like all her main ties. Con- and then she finally meets with Vision, someone who can love her, someone who's mm-hmm. with her. As weird as it, as it is to love an android, <laughs> hey, when he turned to a human, when he did his human phase, I was like, I'm with it. <laughs> Let's not get into the particulars, okay? But they were together, but only for like a couple years. After the two years, then it was like, mm, bam. Thanos came and destroyed that. You know, she lost vision all over again. Yeah, and it's like just, that's the thing. it's a lot. Like one of her main lines from um, Endgame, she was like, "He, he took, took everything, everything from me." me. Exactly, because it was like that was her last bit of thing to hold. Like uh, her last thing to hold on was vision. He's like, "Really? You just broke everything." And the one scene that made me feel really, really her pain was how when, after she went, um, she came back from the sword offices and she just left the the body there because mm-hmm. she's like, "I don't feel him anymore." Mm-hmm. And then she opened up the map that Vision had made for mm-hmm. what they were going to do after all the, before Ultron started, yeah. not Ultron, before Thanos stuff started, mm-hmm. before Infinity War. He had planned that for them yeah. to go live in New Jersey and build a house right there together. Mm-hmm. And she just opened it up and he was like, it was so sad. I was like, I, I felt know. her so bad. She just kind of like, 
it was like all her grief came out at that one point, and then she built the world. But right in the plot where he had made for them, mm-hmm. and just to see that paper after he was already gone. Yeah. And not to mention, she was gone for another five years. Being she was also gone in the snap too. Right. So it's like for her, she had no connection. The Avengers had like defeated everything, but they kind of like broke apart and did their own little thing, mm-hmm. and she had nobody. So I'm not gonna lie, I understand the spiraling. I understand she went through a lot. Like Wanda's yeah. character went through a lot. So much trauma, like so much trauma. I don't think there is any Doctor Phil type character in the world that can help <laughs> all that stuff, you know. But because she had all the witches, wi- wizards, androids, aliens were all in her story. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's it's a, it's a lot to endure. So for us to, I think it really shows and talks about grief and how to. When you're going through it, you know, yeah. it's difficult, it's hard, it's weird. And you I might really do some crazy things, but exactly. at the end of it, you come out, you know, once you at least go into the process, mm-hmm. you've gone through the process, you come out better for it. So I think she came out stronger. And um, I think did. she was able, for her to be able to let go of Billy and Tommy, her sons that she made, and yeah, Vision, that, that, and the people. That takes some strength right there. Because, like, think about it. Like She had the power to keep them forever. <laughs> like, she, she really did. did. And, like, what Monica said, she was like, if I had your power, I would have brought my mom back, too. Like, exactly. who, who would not? Who would not? And the, and the sword guys, with the baddie especially, the, the bad guy who made White Vision, that's what I didn't like. He was vilifying her instead of looking at what the real issue was. Like, he was just trying to point her out, like, no, she's an enemy. She's a baddie. She's a this. And there's a lot of anti like p- people with powers, sentiment yeah, growing exactly. in the Marvel universe. Yeah. I know they're doing stuff with that. And they're doing more stuff with that um, for the future shows. Yeah, because you so kept talking about like, well, Monica, you've got too much of sympathy for powered people. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why is that like a problem? They're yeah, so too. Like, it was like she she was a person grieving. And I like how Monica said it when she was trying to stand up for her. She was like, no, we can't do this. We can't just go in and be like, we're going to destroy her. She said that this started with Wanda. We have Wanda is the solution. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's why Mo- that's why Monica kept trying to go back in there because she's like, I just want to talk to her. I just want to get in there because like yeah. I could see something and I was feel going like on. She wanted like I feel like she wanted that for like both their sakes because like this is somebody who knows what I'm going through because mm-hmm. she lost the person most important to her. She lost yep. vision. I lost my mother who was the most important person to me. Like mm-hmm. we're two people who were like grieving. Like this mm-hmm. has happened to us at the same time. Yeah. And it's terrible. Like, we can, you know, we can support each other because I understand you and you understand me. Mm-hmm. She was like, because like, like she said, like in an earlier episode, she was like, you let me in. Mm. She was like, you knew like you're you're a psychic and a um, telekinetic. So like you knew like that I was part of sword. Mm. I mean, no, maybe not consciously, but unconsciously. But you let me in here. Mm-hmm. You trusted me to like deliver your child. Like mm-hmm. you knew I was not here to harm you. Yep. Yep. And so and that's why we love Monica's character. Monica's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see more of what they do with her. But, yeah, I just think the way they did this show to showcase Wanda's story and to show her grieving through this process, it's just just big ups to them. Like, I wish we had some kind of sound effect, like a clap or something. <laughs> to just be like, yes, because they just deserve it. I really, to me, this show was a 10 on 10. I was engrossed, enthralled, you know, yes. enthused didn't get, from the get very beginning. Our, like, uh, oh, what, was this? what else was on the list? I think no, we kind of no. talked about everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did. Yeah, but I was I was just saying that you actually got to like the last point because we kind of naturally made our way through like all the rest mm-hmm. of it. Like I agree. For me, it was a ten out of ten. Yes. I, no notes. <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm sorry. There's no. Oh, this could have been better. That could have yeah, been no. no. No notes. I have uh, nothing else like, to say. This is like 
perfect. And I think it's cool that a fun fun facts, two fun facts. I think it's cool that they actually shot the first couple that were like sitcom style. Mm-hmm. Um, they said that there was more oh, special effects yeah. in WandaVision than in any of the other Marvel movies, which I think is crazy. Because if you look at um, Endgame, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, all the special effects in that is just so much. But they said there was more special effects in WandaVision than in that movie. And it was because they actually had to do a lot of the, the regular special effects that were just the physical stuff. like Visual ha- effects. Visual effects, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought it was interesting it that was they did that. interesting that they did it in front of a live audience. That's what I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. They shot it in front of a live audience, and I was like, wow. Who does that nowadays? That's a dedication. Right? That's because most sitcoms are all like on a soundstage, and then they just shoot it, and then that's it. They, before, they used to be with um, a live audience, but... So I remember the characters talking about um, the actors, Miss um, Olsen and um, uh, Paul Bettany. They mm-hmm. kept talking about how like nerve wracked they were because mm-hmm. they were they were like we're never gonna do this. And you know Elizabeth Olsen is one of the Olsen twins. Um, no, the Olsen twins on younger sister. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like they had more siblings. Oh, I think they do. They have a brother, I think. But anyway, she's their younger sister, so she grew up on, on the soundstage of yeah. Full House. So she remembers seeing people in the audience. And, and she, I remember her in the interview saying that she was like, I never thought I would be doing this yeah. ever. <laughs> that one day I will be the one acting in front of a live studio audience. Yeah. But it was so great that they did it and they rigged all the stuff up. And I just kind of liked that kind of stuff. I just thought it was cool that they figured out how to do all the stuff. That just to make it so authentic. Yeah. I remember Darcy kept bringing the TVs from each <laughs> decade because she's like, uh, we need some different TVs when she figured out that she oh was casting God. a show. I love, I, I love so great. Darcy so much. I love the like ending line when she like crashes, like when she finally gets like mm. the truck into oh, the Oh, we couch. forgot to talk about Jimmy Woo. Let's not, our Asian brother. Jimmy, <laughs> Asian Jimmy Woo was awesome in the whole thing. I, I like he got a little fight scene and then you can just see he's like one of the good agents. Yeah. <laughs> he was there. He stood with, he fought some people. I just had to give it up to him because he's hilarious on the regular. But in this episode, we got to see another side of him. So, you know, he'd be like, no, I, when I need to get scrappy, I'm going to get scrappy. <laughs> <laughs> and I like how he defended and stood with my, he was even worried about uh, Monica going through the barrier. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I don't think you want to do that. I don't think you want to do that. Okay, she's going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but he was always down to help them and they worked together. They actually, like, he actually went against the sword people and the FBI agents yeah. that were trying to like just break Wanda stuff down. I love how Wanda actually in one ep- one episode she just came through there and oh, she's like, that. "Leave me alone." <laughs> I just love she came and through. And then she like drops her thing like, "I think this belongs to you." That take was a I'm, that was a shit. boss B move. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay, really she was like, "Okay, I'm tired, of y'all. Y'all irritating me. Let me just come out there and tell y'all that y'all not gonna be bothering my little world." Because she was not giving it up. She's like, "I'm fine right here." So she just came out and she was like, "Y'all touch me one more time." Y'all touch me one more time. <laughs> one more, do it one more one game. again. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's a boss. And then she went right back in. Ooh, it was that awesome. Was, that was such like a gangster move. I was yes. like, this is why I love her because she is so gangster. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was awesome. So Wanda's actually one of my favorite females of the Marvel Universe. So I, I was happy. I was I looking forward to this more than any of the other series. I was like, let's do this. When is WandaVision? Let's do this. It's such a good show. So 10 on 10. 10 out of 10, 10 on from 10. me as well. 10 on so 10. So that means 10 on 10. that when we're averaging it, it got a 10 out of 10. Yay. 10 out of 10 from Bowen. 10 out of 10 from Whitney. Look out to Bowen and Whitney. 10 out of 10 glasses. 10 out of 10 glasses. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> That's our new rating system, y'all. So we highly recommend you guys watch this. Um, yes, please don't worry about the, how the first episode is. 
just watch it. It's really good. Like, it's a real cool thing to get into. Just, it's really good. Like, even if it you don't is. know nothing about Marvel, just watch it because it's so interesting. It it's is. Very it's uniquely made. And the, yeah, the storytelling and the character like development is like phenomenal. You never see a show where it goes through like the past and all the way up to the futuristic present. Like, <laughs> all in like one series, nine episodes. It's really unique piece of uh, television. And I just give all the creators and makers that were behind WandaVision. Just some props, like the music department, because I love music. So the sound and stuff, when I watched the behind the scenes, I saw how the sound people, they had that bum, 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 and they managed to put it in every theme song, but in a different way and still make that theme song of its time. Yeah. So you had the 50s music and then you had the 90s music and you had the 2000s music. Everything was, but it all had that one. It was all different, Mm -hmm. but still had the underlying theme and it all like synced together. It was just so amazing to me. I was in awe of all the art. So I'm just happy about that. So, yeah. Watch the show, y'all. Ten glasses. Ten out of ten glasses. That's right. All right. All right. Well, that's our show for today, folks. We will be back. We're going to try to do, I think we're going to try to do, like, twice a month. Mm-hmm. And we'll actually, you know, keep this going for yes, the second Yes, we season. will. We thank you guys for listening. And so, uh, you you know, at the end of the show, you'll hear where you can catch up with us um, and just, you know, leave us a message, review us. If you review us, we can read it and hear what you have to say. We'd love to talk and interact with y'all, okay? That's right. So we love y'all. We are blurting out, y'all. Blurting out. Blurting Blurb out. out. Bye. We have out. a good week. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our podcast. Please subscribe to our show on whatever podcast listening app you use and share the show with other blurred and non-blurred family and friends. And if you like our episode... Please rate and review us on iTunes. The intro and outro music is Twilight by Caption. You can find them on SoundCloud, username Caption, spelled C-A-P-S-H-U-N. The show notes are by Bola Hansen, and the audio engineering is by Whitney Booker. And you can contact us by email at blurredtalkbw at gmail.com. And also, don't forget to get social, you guys. You can find us on our social media at Instagram and Twitter, with our at handle being at blurredtalkbw. And we've got our individual things going on too, y'all. So you can find me, your Blurred Fashionista, on Instagram and Twitter at BolaStoryB. That's B with two E's like the insect. And I've got my own personal YouTube channel, just Bola Sade. That's B-O-L-A-S-H-A-D-E. D's and dog, E's and elephant. And this is Whitney. You can find me at my company, Luminavi Studios. The email address is wit at luminavi.com. That's W-H-I-T at L-U-M-E-N-A-V-I dot com. You can also find me on Twitter at Luminavi Studios.